Welcome to me again, week 33, cocktail. A week where I win a cocktail competition, I spray a child in the face with a hose, and I buy an insane amount of liquor. And you'll hear all about it on this week's episode of Me Again, a self-help podcast about helping myself. Hey everybody, it's me again, and I had a pretty good day. Mostly because I slept a whole lot, and... After last week, y'all know I needed that. Uh, but yeah, it was a lot of work, uh, a lot of hanging with the family, and other than that, nothing like big story-wise to tell. Nothing like epic adventures happened. So let's just get into the four pillars of awesomeness, because I know last week I talked too much, so let's try to trim the fat this week. What am I grateful for? Today... I'm very grateful for puzzles and brain teasers and stuff like that because as somebody with anxiety and depression, puzzles are dope as hell because for me, a puzzle allows me to drop everything and go down this rabbit hole of wait, why is this this? Uh, Let me try to put this in this place. Does that work? And I don't mean like jigsaw puzzles because I've never been able to really get into those, but like just any type of brain teaser type puzzle allows me to shut things off. It's almost like my form, my form of meditation, I guess, is being able to go into that state of just trying to figure out uh, all the different sides of the puzzle, see if I'm seeing things differently. I also like them because a lot of really good puzzles force you to change your perspective and force you to see things differently. So like a lot of puzzle boxes you'll see will be like a square box and then you'll have to slowly realize like, oh wait, if you push this this way, it actually opens up into a panel and stuff like that. And I've always loved, I think it's also why I'm really into magic because, and I think all magicians love puzzles in some ways because magic is essentially it is a puzzle for us. It's not for other people where they get to see it and be like amazed. For us, it's trying to figure out how did they do that? How did that card disappear? Are they holding it? Is that gambler's cough? Are they palming it? Like, how are they doing it? So I love puzzles. They're good for distracting me. They're good for taking me out of my head. Uh, a couple of years ago when I went through that real bad existential crisis that I went through, my only saving grace was that app where it would be like, a man lives in a house. The house is yellow. Uh, another man, his neighbor, lives in a blue house. And you have to figure out, like, the five people, their five pets, their five house colors, stuff like that. That's the only thing that kept me out during that was because it allowed my brain to shut off. It allowed me to stop really thinking too much. Now, what did I do that is awesome? And it is actually get to have family time that didn't involve sitting down and watching a movie or hanging out because um, CJ had been, uh, he'd been a pill all weekend, Ripley had been fussy, and I woke up a little bit late and Emily was clearly stressed. And it it was to a point where, as someone who's an empath, like I realized recently I'm I'm an empath, it kind of hurts to be around her in those states because I'm like, I can tell she hurts and it hurts me because I feel her pain and it sucks. So I was like, okay, her pain is being caused by having to deal with these insane kids. I'm just going to take the kids and get away. (laughs) And so I was killing two birds with one stone. One, I didn't have to be around the negative energy. And then also I helped her to bring out the, bring the, be, 
what's the word? Exercise them demons. Exercise that negative energy. So we went outside. We went swinging. And I got to use my favorite backyard playing tool, a hose. And now that I'm the dad, I get to be the one in charge of spraying people with a hose. And it is insanely satisfying to get that bad boy and just and just level them. So, main person I focused on was CJ, because, like, Ripley's a baby, and yeah, she giggled when water hit her, but it wasn't as satisfying as watching CJ run across the entire backyard trying to get out. At one point, he was, like, he came around to me and tried to, like, fight me. I grabbed him in a headlock and sprayed water all over his head. It was so good. It was such a fun time, and it I really want to pool. It made me really, really want to pool. Apparently, after uh, after we got in, I went and took a nap, and Emily was like, "Yeah, uh, I looked it up. There's no cheap pools that are under thirty that are under thirty inches deep. Like, uh, you're gonna cost a grand if you want anything higher than that." And I'm like, "That's not that. That's not. That's pretty deep." And she's like. You got feet and inches mixed up, didn't you? And I'm like, damn it, yes I did. Um, so yeah, I, I really do like going outside. It's just, I am easily burnt. And it's not that fun for me after the fact. But it was a really good time today. Now what did I do that it was awesome? And it is a problem that I had all through last week. And it's the fact that I did not eat. I woke up, and I talked about it last week a little bit. I, I literally woke up found negative energy waiting for me and went, I'm going to fix this, fixed that, came back in, took a nap, woke up at like five and I still hadn't eaten. And I had to get to the office to go work because I was already late to go work. Uh, Emily tried numerous times like, Hey baby, it's one o'clock. It's time for you to go to work. No, I'm good. <laughs> Cause I was so tired. And in fact, that is what I brought today that I did to help myself was nap. Cause after last week where I had had nights of nothing but sleeping for like three hours, four hours. Um, I got the same thing last night. I think I slept for probably about four hours. And so then I just sat down and took a nap for probably a good four or five hours. So I, I love, I evened it out. I got my full eight hours of sleep. There was just a break in between where I had to spray children with water. Um, but yeah, back to what I did that was not awesome. And it's the fact that, yeah, didn't eat. Went to the office, drank two protein shakes, had a cookie, because I had some leftover cookies from insomnia, and yeah, that's not healthy, dude. In fact, I had, that's all I had on my stomach until like right before I recorded this, and I had two Hot Pockets, because I was like, I need something sad to bring to the table today. Let's talk about Hot Pockets. So I had two Hot Pockets, and that's luckily going to keep me filled up, I think, but like, yeah, dude, that was a rough one. That was a rough go for a few. Because my body's not getting hungry. Um, it wasn't until, like, right... Oh, my God! I need to slowly move this car. There's not just one. There is two bunnies. One of the bunnies has ran away. But there is still one bunny. No bunny, no! Oh! Well, I was afraid for a moment. I was like, oh man, I got to end this on the low note because I already talked about the nap. So I got to end this on saying I overate. But luckily the bunnies returned with a vengeance. There were dose bunnies, two bunnies there waiting for me. Oh my God, they're so cute. I don't know. I didn't know bunnies like exist. I guess, yes, bunnies have to exist in the wild, but like, oh, 
they're so cute. I'm great. That's what I'm grateful for today, too. Bunnies. I'm grateful for those bunnies. And now I'm going to go inside and get some rest because tomorrow I've got a lot of Animal Crossing to do because Emily's going back to work, which means it's just going to be me and Ripley hanging out, playing Animal Crossing and doing daddy-daughter stuff. And I will talk to you guys about that when I see you tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again, and today was weird because today was normal. Because apparently quarantine is just over now? I don't know, like, maybe some businesses are still closed? I'm very worried because Emily went back to work, my dad went back, I believe, and I'm like... I'm just staring like, I think it's too early. I think it's too early for this. It seems like a bad idea. We have a baby. So, yeah, but it was a normal day. Got to wake up and take care of Ripley. And we watched the new season of DuckTales, and it is absolutely killer. In fact, I'm not going to lie. It should be what was awesome today because it is that good. There was an episode that legitimately made me cry. That is how the show is so good. Uh, watched DuckTales, came home, and then was just very tired. I know why. I only got like four hours of sleep last night, which I'm hopefully going to amend because it's currently 11.44 and I'm going to try to conk out as soon as I get inside. But I was just so exhausted and I could not get any... I was supposed to write. I couldn't get anything to come out. So I was like, we're going to move this to tomorrow and just do what we can, do the bare minimum of what I need to do and then record. And that was all fun. But I was just, I was really dead tired. So luckily I got to take a little bit of a nap in the middle of that and it helped kind of bring me back to life. But for now, let's get into the full pillows of awesomeness. And number one, What am I grateful for today? And it is photos, specifically the photo app on your phone, because it is really like a time capsule. I mean, I've had this phone since 2018, I believe it was. And so I can go all the way back then and see like the days where me and me and Emily took CJ to Stone Mountain in Georgia for like this big fun day. I can see back to when I used to go to Ring of Honor shows, back to when I went to Seattle. And the main thing I did today that really made me grateful is I got to go back and see Ripley, like from when she was born. Cause like as a parent, you're like, oh, yeah, she's a baby. She's always looked like this. No. What's weird is I remember she when she was a baby, and as a baby, she was the cutest thing. Now that I'm looking back and I see her now, I'm like, that baby was a little weird alien. But <laughs> but she she's grown to become even more cute. And I literally just browsed through today and was like, let's find the first time Ripley giggled on camera. Let's find it. So I found that and then got to go back to last year at Dragon Con, seeing amazing pictures from that. And I just love it. I guess it ties in with it might have been yesterday. No, it was last weekend where I was very grateful for nostalgia. It brings up that nostalgic feeling of just like, oh, I remember all of the, these awesome things. And I didn't bring this up last week, but my thing with nostalgia is a lot of people don't like it. They're like, no, you need to live in the moment. I'm like, No, yes and no, because if you're nostalgic for something that doesn't exist and will never exist again, that's a little iffy, but stuff like, like I said last week, when I used to work out a lot, songs that remind me of that, I like 
having nostalgia for that because that almost kind of gives you a goal of where you want to go to again. It's kind of like making building blocks of what you want your life to be is looking back and being like, oh, that's when I traveled a lot. I loved that. Oh, I want that to be part of my life permanently. Or this is when I uh, lived in Orlando. I'd like to live there again. It's, it's not really not living in the moment. It's giving yourself aspirations of pieces of your life you didn't realize you loved so much and that you want to bring back. So that's my nostalgia rant. Anyways, what did I do that is awesome? And is I got to be interviewed for Relativity. Uh, they're in kind of like a little uh, a break right now. And so since I'm, of course, one of the voice actors, I shoehorned my way in and got to hang out with Lee, who Lee is basically the person who taught me how to write. Everything I write now is, is entirely Lee's fault. And so um, it, it was fun talking to him as an equal, as opposed to in the past where he was a very much a teacher mentor type. And now it was me and him getting to go back and forth and talk about like, oh yeah, most audio drama people, there's like two different kinds. There's people who uh, plan everything out and then there's people who fly by the seat of their pants and talking about uh, my creative process, making Deviant, all the podcasts I do, and him asking me about the books that I've written. And it, it was a really fun time. Because, as always, I love getting interviewed. I love talking about myself. But this was even better because it was talking about what I do with somebody I insanely respect. And, oh, wait, I just now realized he said he was going to listen to this show during the interview. I don't. No. <laughs> I don't. Me and him are equals. This is, not a, this is not a gushing about how great he is situation. No, Lee is amazing. He is the best. He's so cool. Uh, anyways, I'm very excited. I got to do that. It was a very fun interview because it was just a conversation. It wasn't really an interview. It was just us talking about our shows and how they've grown and, and stuff like that. It made me really happy. Now, what did I do that was not awesome? And this one's going to sound a little weird, but what I did that was not awesome was get uh, a, a little too down a rabbit hole because last week I entered that cocktail competition and they were supposed to announce the winners today and they were going to announce them at noon. And they may have already announced them, but there's nothing official yet. But I spent a majority of my morning refreshing Instagram and going to their accounts and, and stalking their Instagram stories and just spending a lot of time being like, did I win? Did I win? Did I win? And that's not the way to do it. Am I? And I understand it's very easy to be like wanting to open your Christmas presents before they come, etc., etc. But like, I, I feel like if you focus on it too much, especially with me, you're going to end up disappointed if you don't win. Like with the wrestling with whiskey thing I did last week where I won that free bottle of whiskey. I did not go into that expecting to win. Like I had an inkling of like, I could probably win this, but I didn't like do anything freaking out about it. I was like, let me just see if I'll win. And so, uh, but today it was so much, and I think it might've been cause I won last week. So I was very expectant of, I need to win. I need to win. And it kind of, it didn't ruin my day per, per se, but it definitely took me out of the game. It didn't allow me to be present and, uh, there 
for my baby, there for the day, there for I was supposed to write. Instead, I was very focused on, did I win? Did I not win? Who won? Let me see who won. Let me go to the, the they've reposted these two, uh, these uh, these people. Let me go to theirs, their pages and see if they won. Let me see if that's what it is. At one point, I even commented on one of their posts, so did I win? So, yeah, don't get too caught up in that. Do your best and don't worry about the outcome because doing your best is all that matters. Uh, now, finally, how did I help myself today? And it is by counting calories. And I don't mean in a way of like, oh, let's limit this. Let's not eat that. Let's not do this. But in a way of just kind of being aware of what I was eating. That way, like I said, uh, I think it was yesterday talking about Noom, it's making me think about eating and it's making me consider what to eat. And it's kind of holding me accountable in ways. So like tonight, I ate another Hot Pocket and on a normal day, I'd be like, let's just eat two Hot Pockets. They're not, a, they're not that much calorie wise. And, but putting it in the app, it kind of makes you realize it's almost like having a budget, you know? It's almost like having a monetary budget of, oh, I can only spend this much. Oh, I can only eat this much. And it kind of forces you to change your your perspective. Like, I wanted to drink some sweet tea earlier, and I was like, that's going to ruin me. That's so many calories. That's going to be so many carbs. Let me cut back on that. And it was never a moment that was difficult. It was never me being like, oh, but I want this. Oh, I need this. It was just me going like, oh, I can't have that. It's not going to fit in my budget. And yeah, I, I really liked it. And it reminded me of like back in the day when I was real fit, I would sit there and plan out my meals and put them in the app before I had even eaten them. And then like if I decided, oh, I'm going to go eat spaghetti, I'd adjust it. And so that way, you know, my carbs and everything would be leveled out. But it, uh, but it was really, it, it was really helpful, I think. And I want to keep doing that. And I like that with uh, with Noom, at least like what I've got, which is like the upgraded premium version, I've got somebody who's holding me accountable. I've got somebody who's like, hey, I'm your coach. Uh, all I want you to do is make sure to keep logging by Thursday and then Thursday we'll chat. And I was like, oh, awesome. So now uh, me and them can chat and they'll help me make better choices that still fit me. Because that's the problem I run into when it comes to eating healthy is stuff that just it doesn't fit me. It doesn't fit who I am and how I eat and what I like. And I, I think having someone there to be like, oh, if you like this, you might like like a ginger banana smoothie. Have something like that as opposed to having XXXXX, you know. So I'm I'm very happy with it. I'm happy with how it's going to turn out. But for now, I'm going to go inside and get some rest. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again, and I had a very lazy day. Ended up waking up late, which I kind of needed. After after last week where I had getting no sleep every single night, it was good to have a night of, like, actual sleep and sleep. I think I slept in until about noon, which felt amazing. It felt really, really good. And then got to hang out around the house, hang out with uh, Emily. We had a steak dinner that was... It was food, that's all I'll say. After we ate it, both of us were like, I feel really sick. What did you do to the steak? So, it was a rough go of it. And then came back to the office and did some stuff that we'll talk about when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, 
what am I grateful for today? Today, I am grateful for friends, specifically friends that I haven't connected with in a while. Because today I was bored, I was hanging around the house, and so I just hopped on the Radish Discord. My friends uh, Will and Sean and all them with the Radish podcast jumped on their Discord, and they started talking about playing Jackbox games tonight. And it had been so long since I had played the Jackbox series of games that I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do that. And so, like, I came home tonight, and we ended up playing for probably an hour and a half just hanging out, which I was supposed to be doing some work, but also it was a moment of, like, I haven't talked to anybody outside of my core group in months. I need this. So I got to hang out with them. It was a really fun time. I love playing Jackbox and, like, hanging out with people. It was a bunch of people, like, I didn't even know that well either. Like, I knew uh, Will was on there in Maze, and uh, I think James stopped in for a few. But other than that, it was just a bunch of new people and us hanging out and becoming friends. And it was a really nice time. So that was one. And then also, I wanted to sell my turnips on Animal Crossing today. And so I was browsing Twitter, and Megaran, friend of the show, was like, man, I got some good turnip prices. So I hopped on his Discord, got the code, hopped over to that island, and ended up getting... I ended up making a million bells today, which means nothing to anybody that doesn't play Animal Crossing, but it made me feel very important. Uh, So, yeah, that was a good time, getting to make some money and hang out with friends and talk to them and show off my new Animal Crossing island, because the Papa John's is finally complete, at least the storefront. One day I do want to upgrade it and give it, like, a kitchen and a bathroom you could go into, but for now, the storefront is done, and that makes me very, very happy. Now, what did I do that is awesome? And it is directly connected to what I did that was not awesome yesterday. Because your boy won! Your boy won the competition! Technically, I'm a semifinalist right now, so what they're gonna do is they're gonna send me a bottle of whiskey or gin or something from Corsair Distillery, and then I have to make up a new cocktail based on that and send them a video of me making it, and you know I'm gonna use all my video editing epic skills to do that. Uh, So, I was really excited. Like, I I woke up, and once again, it was like noon, and so I just kind of stood stumbled over to my phone, picked it up, and saw, uh, Whiskeys of the World tagged you in this. Whiskey of the World messaged you, and I was like, I'm sorry, what? And clicked through, and yeah, apparently I won, and it made me really excited, because that means I'm kinda good at cocktails, I guess. So now I've just gotta come up with a new one, and I spent a lot of the day brainstorming of, maybe it's like a, a, a Moscow Mule ginger beer kinda thing, or maybe we could do, if they send me a gin, something that's a variation on a Pimm's cup, uh, so I got to stretch my, my mixology muscles today, and it made me really happy. And, and I I love that I had given up all hope yesterday, meaning it was all the more exciting and enriching when I did it today. Now, what did I do that was not awesome? And it's due absolutely no work. No work at all was done today because I already woke up late. And so I said I could go to the office for like two, three hours, but I was already feeling a little groggy and today is like my writing day. And I feel like if I miss, and this might be laziness talking, but I feel like if I miss the limit to start writing, like that moment, and here's, okay, do as I say, not as I do. Don't look for a moment when you're writing. Open the faucet, let the water run, because without the faucet open, the water's never going to run. So you got to start writing if you want to write something good. But today I was like, I'm just going to stay home. I'll, I'll do all the work when I get home later. 
None of that happened. None of that happened because, like I said, I got home and started playing Jackbox with them. It was about 10.30 when I got done and got off. They're still going at this point, I think. Uh, but then Emily messaged me and was like, we're not allowed to give the baby naps after 6 o'clock anymore because she brought Ripley in at, like, 5.30, and then I just held Ripley, and Ripley naturally just fell asleep because she was tired. And so I said, okay, <laughs> yeah, why? And she goes, because this, and just sent me a ton of photos of Ripley, like, crawling around the bed and going insane, so I said, okay, let's just move everything, see how I can fit stuff into the calendar, and luckily it fit, barely, uh, I'm gonna have to rush on a few things, but for the most part, uh, I'm gonna get everything done, it's just I wasn't able to get it done today, so that messes with me a little bit, but I do feel like I, I liked having a little mini vacation of just getting to hang around the house, but I will say that it was not wasted time. I didn't spend all day on Animal Crossing, only a majority of the day on Animal Crossing, but I also did what I did to help myself because I've talked in the past about how important movement is. If you wanna feel awake and happy and in yourself, get moving, get dancing, do whatever you need to do. And I got moving by cleaning the living room and the living room was trashed, especially the art area because if you've seen my art, you know it's a little manic, and the production process is equally as crazy and equally as manic, and so yeah, that was a mess, so cleaned all of that up, cleaned the main living room up, and it was fun because I put on some music and was dancing around and singing, and it got me up and it got me moving, and I I got something from my work. Like I got to have a nice, clean living room to relax in, didn't have to worry about looking on the ground and seeing like 50 Nerf darts or Ripley's toys strewn everywhere and it was a really good time and it allowed Emily to kind of not have as much stress in her system which was good uh, which is also the other reason why another thing I'm doing to help myself is by coming home early because happy wife happy life I'm not allowed, about to let her go freak out and then have to wake up at four in the morning to go to work so yeah uh, that's, that's, it was a good day. That's all I'll say. It was a very good day, but it was a lot of, a lot of cleaning, a lot of animal crossing, and then a lot of talking to my friends. And that seems like a pretty damn good day if I say so myself. Uh, but I do need to get back to work and that's going to start tomorrow. And I will tell you all about it when I see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again. And I had an all right day. I was not here for, like, it's not that I wasn't here, it was just a, it was a very Scotty-centric day. I didn't, it wasn't like yesterday where I got to talk to a lot of people and have a lot of fun communicating with people. The only person I really talked to, I talked to Emily for a few, she's not feeling well, and then, I mean, she's my wife, of course, I talked to her, and then I talked to Jim to do Opposite Attractions, but other than that, it was very much just me in my bubble, and that didn't do well for my mental health. I am kind of going through a depressive bout, but that's also because of something we'll talk about later. But other than that, it was wake up, take care of the baby, go to the vape shop, because we are completely out of that, and me and her were both like, we need nicotine. Which isn't healthy, but you know, whatever. Uh, so that was something, and then went home and worked. Oh, and I also got my uh, my bottle from Wrestling With Whiskey. I didn't drink any, drink any of it, because... Last night, 
I might have made bananas foster, except not really. I might have just coated some bananas in some melted sugar and butter, and I burnt my tongue. So I was like, I'm not going to taste this until I have my full, uh, full taste capacity back. So I didn't get to taste it, which sucks, but I'm also saving it in case he wants to, like, do a video, and then I could do my first taste there. And then did a lot of editing, recorded some fun stuff with Jim, and... I'm happy I'm at a point now, and I guess this is a secondary thing I'm grateful for today, but I'm happy I'm now at a point where when I get done working or recording at like 11 or so, I don't immediately go, okay, what can I edit? What can I make? What can I do next? What's next? Um, the only thing I ended up doing other than like just immediately getting ready to go home, I filed for unemployment. So I'm excited for that, excited for that money to hopefully come rolling in. I, I didn't want to do it for a while because it's very easy to have like that pride of, I don't need that, I'm fine, I've got my money. And But there's a moment where you just have to be like, I'm a father with a family. I know Emily pays most of the bills, but I it'd be nice for me to have something coming in for them. So that's why I did it. I'm hopefully going to get it. Who knows? Fingies crossed. But for now, let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for? I'm grateful for fresh fruit, specifically fresh strawberries. Like my dad messaged me earlier and was like, I'm going to go to the strawberry fields after this because apparently there are strawberry fields near here somewhere. And he goes, I'm going to go get some strawberries. Do you want any? And I said, absolutely. And Ooh, something about fresh strawberries, like especially, and this is going to sound weird, I hate cold strawberries, but the majority of people keep strawberries like in the fridge, so they last longer, and I understand that, but like a warm strawberry is just so good, it's so delicious, and the fact that it's warm, like the, the, the juice capsules, I don't know what the term is, but I know like all the juice is contained in like little circle things inside fruit and those like get a chance to pop and it's real juicy and it's delicious i love fresh strawberries one time me and blake were um i think we just went to a casino for no apparent reason for the weekend so we went to a casino and on the way back we stopped at a fruit stand and the best part of that weekend was buying a bag of strawberries and just digging into some fresh strawberries they are delicious i love them i have a big basket sitting next to me and the more i talk about it the more i'm trying to resist the urge of just leaning over and eating them but something about when they're fresh and just came out of the out of the earth out of mother earth itself it's so good love fresh strawberries now what did i do that is awesome today and it's a little weird, but it's work instead of watch wrestling, which I know Wednesday nights is usually the night for pro wrestling. That is the night I dig in. I watch AEW. I see Kenny Omega fight Chris Jericho. Epic encounters. Some of my favorite wrestlers in the world. But today I said, no, I'm going to work. And I did work where I could kind of keep watching wrestling out of the corner of my eye, or I actually uh, went to a Mega Ran concert tonight, so I got a ticket to that and got to go watch that and hang out with him. And one of my friends was there. It was really bizarre. My friend Curtis was in the chat, and I was like, oh, I didn't know he was going to be here. So I got to go to a concert with a friend, kind of. But the majority of it was spent editing. I was editing stuff that didn't have to worry about audio, so it made it a lot easier for me. And it was just a really nice time getting stuff done when I was... Because, like, 
I could have stayed up late tonight and worked on everything after Opposite Attractions, but I decided against it. I decided instead to just focus in, get it all done, so now I could get home at midnight and not have to worry about, you know, sleeping in or sleeping too late like I did Tuesday. So that's kind of the ones, one of the ways I did to help myself, and it helped me create. It helped me create some more stuff. Now, what did I do that's not awesome? And it's something that I think a lot of people are guilty of nowadays because we're all bored, but I browsed Twitter too long, and I know this sounds like nothing, but... Uh, the more you browse, I, like I've gotten to a point now where I've unfollowed the people that will lead to negativity. I've kind of blocked people that end up on my feed no matter what. And I've kind of curated it to where it's mostly positivity. But every once in a while, you will get a serious post of either that be someone insulting one of your favorite writers or somebody um, talking about something negative that happened in their life or even worse which this is going to happen frequently, but sounds of like shootings and deaths and stuff like that. And I feel like the human body can only take so much of that before it starts to kind of keel over. And I definitely almost keeled over because I got done recording opposite traction said I, because like I said, it was a very kind of bubbly day. Like I was all in a bubble, wasn't really focused on much. So it was hard for me to figure out what I wanted to talk about. So I said, I'm just going to chill, get on Twitter for a few and brainstorm it. And in the middle of that, I found uh, someone talking crap about one of my favorite directors, Kevin Smith. I found somebody... Wait, I do realize I went to their Twitter page and they said, oh, everyone's going to be talking about me on their podcast now. Dang it! I didn't want to give them the vindication, but I am. But I saw someone talking crap about that. I saw someone who was unfortunately lost their life in a shooting recently. I saw someone uh, tell a story about racial profiling. And I'm like, I've been on Twitter for like 10 minutes. How did this happen? And it just brought me down into this spiral of depression. So that's when I said, okay, I'm going to just shut the phone and not not do this anymore. So yeah, that, that, that was a rough go. Stay off social media if it's too crazy. You have permission to close Twitter. I had to tell myself that earlier. I have permission to not get on Twitter for a while. Now, what did I do to help myself? And it's a little weird, but listen to a podcast with one of probably my main podcast influences, and that's Travis McElroy. And it's shocking to me how similar me and him are in multitudes of ways. Um, if you just go off the physical appearance, the fact that big red beard, weird hair, painted nails, me and him are very similar just physically. I didn't realize like mentally how similar we are because what I listened to, it wasn't like a normal show. It wasn't like my brother, my brother and me. It was him getting interviewed and it was more him talking about behind the scenes, like what it's like having a new daughter, what it's like uh, dealing with how many podcasts he has and uh, just dealing with COVID and this situation. And it was nice kind of hearing someone speak in my voice, if that makes sense. Someone who shares a lot of my thoughts and views and the way I go about life. Um, one thing that he said that stuck out to me was I used to do 24 or no, I think I used to put out 28 episodes of a podcast a month of different podcasts a month. I used to do uh, seven to eight shows a, a week. And I said, oh, oh, this is hitting a little cl close to home. And she goes, what? Stop that. She goes, I had a kid. And I said, oh, Okay. And he goes, and if I could go back, I wish the one thing I could tell myself was do limited runs, do limited run shows. And that's when I said, 
I think I might have to, I think he is going back in time and talking to himself, but it's me. So I, I think I am going to try to ease back on a few of my shows just to kind of maintain mental health. Like, um, I love this show. I love doing me again. I think it might become a limited run. I think we might cut it at a year. So it is a crystallized year of my life that I can always go back on and look, but I, I, it's not that it's a bad mental health experiment. It's just like I do so much with all these different shows that it'd be nice to focus on just a few things. Um, anyways, uh, and then hearing him talk about his relationship with his daughter and uh, the fact that he, and this is one thing that me and him share that's very specific, but he goes, I used to have a lot of existential dread because uh, he apparently has narcissistic personality disorder, which after taking uh, two quick tests on the internet, I revealed oh, wait, I might have that as well. Uh, so not psychiatrically diagnosed. No one's told me this, but it's kind of, I mean, I do an entire podcast about my life thinking, you know what people want to hear about? Me, just me. So I, I know I've got like inklings of it in there, if not full-blown narcissistic personality disorder. Um, and that's kind of a tough thing to admit because everyone kind of, automatically assumes you're an asshole like you're that tony stark at the beginning of iron man kind of guy who's it's all about me it's all about me it's all that that's not what it is it's just kind of i it's hard to describe i'd, I'd have to think about it before i could speak on it more eloquently but like it, it's not that we hate the world we want to help the world but we always kind of focus inwards and uh the way he described his existential crisis was to me, death was terrifying because I, to me, when I died, the world end ended. And when I saw my daughter, I realized the world would grow, go on without her. And that's when I went, oh, no, that's that's very similar to me. Now, I still get that existential dread day in and day out. It's still I don't get it as much. But like hearing that from him made me realize like, oh, I'm not a weirdo for kind of always considering me, considering me, considering me. And uh, it, it made me feel good to hear somebody come out and talk about narcissistic personality disorder and, and talk about these feelings that he was having. And it just made me be like, oh, I'm not alone. I get it. There is another person out there, specifically a podcaster who is very was very vain, was very narcissistic and is now just trying to recover from it and try to get better. And it, it made me feel really good. And it made me feel a lot more defined in what I want to be moving forward. And that's just somebody who can help the world and help everything grow. Um, but for now, I'm going to go inside and get some rest. I might send a letter to Travis McElroy because the more I talked, the more I realized like, that meant a lot. That meant a whole lot to me. Uh, anyways, I'm going to go and I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. And I had a very, very good day. It did not start out good because I got... I actually, no, I was already kind of awake. But it was like that half awake, half asleep, trying to decide if I want to go back. And Emily did that thing where she jumps into our room using the uh, the Echo Dot and tries to wake me up and talk to me. And you know I'm not about that life. So I was very, uh, that was, I was very angry. But then went home. I did, I actually got a lot of writing done. And not just writing like JWF like I was supposed to, but also brainstorming the next season of Deviant, brainstorming what I want to do for 
uh, Summerfest, which is in like three months for JWF. I got a lot of good creativity out and had a really good day, then went home, had some fun times with the family, and then recorded a bomb-ass episode of Fight Boys. So it was a really, really good day, but we're going to get into the, the gritty, gritty details when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. And number one, what am I grateful for? And I know this is going to be divisive, but country music. Now hold up. I know, here's the way I consider country music. I know not everybody's a fan, but as a southern boy raised by parents who were at least one half fans of country music, it is kind of like a little security blanket for me. It is something that reminds me of my childhood. It reminds me of home. And I don't like every country song that comes out. There's some, especially like slower country songs that like I just can't get into. But when it goes to like some fast-paced Trace Adkins or Garth Brooks, like earlier today I was just belting out friends in low places, it really does kind of bring me that kind of feeling of home. I remember when I lived in Orlando, I would listen to it all the time because Orlando is, even though it is probably the south, most south place I've lived, it is not the south. So I would always be jamming to country music and singing it, and it would just remind me of home. So I do love country music for that, and it reminds me of my family, like my mom, 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 like my mom loves Trace Atkins, so I like listening to that to remind me of her. It's it's a really good jam. I love country music. Now, what did I do that was awesome? And it is to start work on my cocktails for the cocktail competition because I finally got in my bottle today. I got in some triple smoke, which is my favorite whiskey. So I was very excited I got in some of that. And so then I just started brainstorming of what I want to do with it. Uh, Spoiler alert, I want to do two because since it's triple smoke, I want to send in a video of me making three different cocktails. The original one I made and then one that is going to be a variation on kind of a Moscow mule, Kentucky mule kind of thing but with kind of an orange kick to it because that triple smoke has a hint of orange in it that I really want to bring out. So I want to do that, but like a spicy orange. I don't know what the name of it's going to be, but it's going to have like a spicy orange ginger kick. It's going to be really good. Um, Now, what uh, the third one I'm going to make is a variation on my favorite cocktail of all time, and it's one that you can get at the Edison at Disney Springs called the uh, Leather and Tweed. And for me, it's kind of like if you if you like the flavors of scotch but don't like that harsh smokiness, the leather and tweed is the best cocktail because you still get like those subtle minty notes that you'll get off the end of like Lagavulin. You'll still get the smokiness. You still got like this really delicious body that a um, that a good scotch has, but you just don't have like the harshness to it. So I'm gonna make a version of that. I think I'm gonna use the triple smoke. Um, this spirit called Branca Menta, which is kind of like, it's a, it's bitter. It's got some earthy notes, but it's got a lot of floral minty notes and it's going to taste like very refreshing, very minty, but still have a lot of that smoky kick from the triple smoke. I'm basically with that one, I'm trying to highlight my favorite parts of the initial spirit. Cause I feel like there are a lot of drinks out there like cosmopolitans and stuff like that, that is just desperately trying to mask the uh, the beverage underneath the liquor of choice, but that I want to celebrate it. I want to celebrate the triple smoke and all of those great barbecuey cherry orange notes I get from it. So I'm really excited to do it. Me and Emily are actually going to go on like a trip this weekend, get our masks, and go to a store, an ABC store 
in like Atlanta, probably not that far. We're probably going to go out to like Douglasville just because they're going to have a better selection because Atlanta or uh, Georgia is not a uh, state controlled liquor sale, whereas it is here in Alabama. So I can only get a few things. So I'm going to go over to Atlanta and not Atlanta. I don't, anytime I go to Georgia, I'm like Atlanta, but yeah, I'm going to try to get some of that. It should be a good time too, just getting to hang out with her in the car for a long time and listen to Adventure Zone like we used to. It's going to be fun. Now, what did I do? That was not awesome. And it's slipping back into old habits because I had a few good days there with Noom where it would be like drink a protein shake at like 10, then another one at 1, and then eat a light snack at 3, and like have a small amount of calories every three hours. That is not what happened today. Today, I started out okay. It was like a protein shake. Three hours later, another protein shake. But then I didn't eat anything, and then I ate, like, five tacos for uh, dinner. And what's weird is I was just listening back to the uh, interview I did for Relativity, and at one point I was joking about this show, and I was like, sometimes I just never have anything bad to talk about, so I'll be like, I don't know, I ate pizza. And that's how I felt today. Like, I didn't really have anything too bad other than how many tacos I eat. Somehow it still managed to be like under my caloric intake, which I don't know. The app might just straight up be wrong with that, but I looked up taco and it was like, you ate five tacos, it's this many calories. You're still under. And I'm like, that's a lie. There's no way that's true. I had so many tacos today. So I'm hoping I can at least get in like the Oculus and try to work off. Like I know people are like, you can't outwork a bad diet, but I have, I have in the past outworked some really bad uh, dietary choices, so I'm hoping I can get in there and try to outwork it. Now, what did I do to help myself? And it's actually something that sounds weird because it was helping somebody else, but as I've stayed on this show, I kind of have to play bad cop with CJ a lot. Like, I don't really get to be the fun parent. But today, uh, he came in, and I was already in the house playing Animal Crossing, so he sat down next to me. I took him through the house. I showed him. He got in, and he started throwing dirt everywhere on the island, and I got real mad. So I had to be like, hey, you don't put dirt places. Don't be doing this. And he's like, okay. And so then I took him through, and I helped him upgrade his house, and I helped him get through. Like, There's this special Mayday challenge where you go to a secret island and go through a maze. So I helped him get through that. I helped him upgrade to where he can make design his own shirts and design his own hats. So he was really excited about that. And it really helped us grow together because like, as much as I do have to be bad cop, that doesn't help me grow with him. It, it helps him, you know, it helps him know like, oh, I shouldn't do this, I shouldn't do this. But as far as like a connection, there's not one because I always have to be the negative force. But today I actually got to be the positive force, help him out with things. And then we watched a bunch of King of Random on YouTube and I was taking, like they did a video where they were just destroying batteries. And so I would pause it halfway through and be like, hey, CJ, why do you think these batteries are getting hot when they um, pierce them with that needle or whatever? And he's like, I don't know. Oh, because batteries provide what? Energy. And energy can be uh, given off in light or in heat or in anything. So the energy, since it can't go out, is going out into heat. And he goes, oh, okay. And then they, like, open up a battery, and it shows, like, this weird gunk and this metal inside. And I was like, what do you think that stuff's for? I don't know. Well, that's what creates the energy. All of that works together. It creates a circuit, and that gives you energy. Like, I didn't go full into intense electrical detail, but enough for me to be like, 
here's how this works. So I got to teach him a little bit today. And that, that felt really good getting to teach him. And then we watched DuckTales. And you know I love DuckTales. And my favorite was the fact that he was like, I pulled it up and he's like, I don't want to watch DuckTales because it was getting later and he was getting tired and fussy. I don't want to watch DuckTales. I pulled up one episode and he was like, I love DuckTales. So like at first he was being grumpy and then, um, Uh, We watch, like, recorded versions on YouTube TV, so we still have commercials. Every time you come back from commercial, it's Dewey, and Dewey goes, When I say duck, you say tails. I don't know if you said it. Welcome back to Duck Tales. And so, it's a funny joke. CJ was going, Duck Tales, and screaming it out. So, he he got onto that Duck Tales train very quickly, and it made me happy. But for now, I'm going to go inside and just hang out for a few. I actually got home pretty early. It's 1130. I'm very proud of myself. I'm going to hang out. Uh, There's a new episode of Uno on Up, Up, Down, Down, which is becoming one of my favorite shows to watch every week, is just watch some of my favorite wrestlers get mad at each other over Uno. So I'm going to go enjoy that, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again, and I had a good day because it's Friday, and other than last week, we don't talk about last week, my Fridays are always awesome. I get to watch RuPaul's Drag Race, and today I got to watch two episodes because we watched last week's, which was actually really good, so I got a little salty that I didn't get to watch it, and then I got to watch it again tonight. I am sad one of the queens I really liked went home, but my favorite queen, Gigi, killed it. Gigi killed it, even though the edit made it look bad. Gigi killed it. Jackie is doing amazing too. She finally got to come back. She's been in a rut. And Crystal Method finally won. But that's my that's my RuPaul's Drag Race corner for you guys right now. But other than that, it was a good day. Me and Emily spent a lot of time together. I still managed to get work in because I was supposed to do work today. So I managed to get that in. And then me and Emily hung out. We drove around town a little bit. We ate a lot of cookies. Oh, she made the mistake of buying cookies, and yeah, I did not eat healthy today, as evidenced by the first pillar of awesomeness. What am I grateful for today? And it's Olive Garden. I ain't even gonna apologize for it. It's Olive Garden. We were chilling out, just hanging out in the bedroom. I can't remember what we were watching. We were watching something, and then the video ended, and Emily looks at me and goes, I would literally murder someone for an Olive Garden salad right now. And I said, I was just thinking how much I want Olive Garden as well. And then we got into an argument over whether or not we go to Olive Garden now or for dinner. She won because, of course, she did. And so we decided to go to Olive Garden for lunch. Not go to Olive Garden, but, you know, order out. So we ordered out some stuff from Olive Garden. And, man, it's just so good. It always makes you feel like death. Like, if you don't leave an Olive Garden feeling like you're about to explode, you didn't do it right. Just gonna let you know that right now. But just the breadsticks, these things, these minuscule things they give you infinite of are the best thing on the planet. They are so good. And then the chicken parmesan is fantastic. It's actually the only thing I order. All I order when I go is chicken parmesan and I replace the marinara with Alfredo because I'm a cheese hound. So had all that. It was all very, very good. And I also learned that my baby loves Alfredo sauce. Um, because I was eating a breadstick with Alfredo sauce on it and Ripley just like leaned over and went ham on it. She was like, "Uh uh-uh, mine. And so she was eating Alfredo sauce off of the breadstick. So I had to like feed it to her like it was a spoon. So apparently that is genetic. 
that cheese, we love cheese. Me and my baby, we both love cheese. I've got to learn to teach her how to not get full-on cheese addicted to it like I did. But, uh, yeah, it was a really good time, and I love Olive Garden, so I liked getting to enjoy a little bit of that today. Now, what did I do that was awesome? And it is the fact that I thought, for once in my life, I actually managed to think. I know I'm very proud of myself as well. But uh, there was a moment in the next JWF pay-per-view, because we recorded that today. There was a moment that was... Well, kind of breaking the fourth wall because uh, we it's, of course, all done in WWE 2K19 on the PS4. And in the main event, in the go-home moments, it says, your PS4 battery is low. Please charge it like my controller. And I said, oh, no. And what I've done in the past is I just put a black box over it. But today, I actually thought because I wanted to get rid of it, but I wanted it to like look like it was there for a reason. Like I'm blocking it out with something that's there for a reason. And so I did something that I had never thought to do before, but put up graphics during the show telling people buy our merch, telling people subscribe to Monday Night Ignition. And I don't know why I had never considered before just drop it. And that's super easy. Like it's insanely easy. For some reason I was like, oh no, that's going to be way too hard. I'm going to have to you know, move something twice during a video. I don't want to do that, but it was super easy. I ended up putting two more ads in it, so I'm happy about that. Now I know how to do ads in video, like a drop-in ad, not just throw in a random one-minute commercial. So I was really excited about that. Um, I, I don't know why I'd never considered it, and I spent a lot of time doing graphic design tonight. Like, I updated the JWF logo for, like, this new era we're in. I ended up making the logo for the pay-per-view, which turned out super badass. It's kind of like cowboys in hell, for the lack of a better term, because it's got, like, this cowboy font, but there's these glowing embers behind it. It's really dope. So, I really like how I, my graphic design that I did today for that pay-per-view, and for everything going along with it. So, that's what I did that was awesome. Now, what did I do that wasn't awesome, and it's be the worst, just be the absolute worst worst person that the people at the ABC store had to deal with today. Because I am very much a browsing boy. If I'm at an ABC, I like to look around, see all the different whiskeys, and see like, oh, that's a little expensive. Oh, I've seen that for cheaper in Georgia, etc. And so, we went today because I was going to get my mom a bottle of tequila for Mother's Day, because I'm that kind of son. And my dad's birthday's coming up, so I was going to get him a bottle of bourbon, and then I was going to see if they have any of the stuff I need to make my cocktails for that cocktail competition. Well, the first story we went to, apparently you couldn't even go in, period. You had to stand outside and basically wait, and then someone would come out of a creepy back alley where I guess they were going into the store behind, and then they would ask what you want, and they would go get it for you. And it was raining, so me and Emily said, we're not going to do that, although 10 other people were, these maniacs who were just standing out waiting for liquor. I'm happy I've never been at that level. So then we said, well, why don't we go uh, to the next one in the other town over? So we went down to uh, Anniston, went to that ABC store, and they allowed us in, but everything's roped off. Everything is roped off, so we got to go in the store but we could not go to where the bottles were. We basically had to look at somebody and be like, hey, can you go get me this? And 
I understand normal people are like, I just need a bottle of vodka or hey, give me a handle of Hennessy. Give me this, give me that. That's not me. I kind of treat it like a fun little shopping adventure of, oh, what am I going to get? What's next? What am I going to do? And so I didn't get to do that. So I was just standing there and I'm like asking the people who work there, like, do you guys have uh, Branca Menta? And they're like, I've never heard of that. And I'm like, it's a very fancy Italian digestif. And they're like, yeah, no, we're absolutely not going to have that. And I said, okay, let me go look at your bourbon. And I could barely see, like I didn't have my glasses. So I'm like, I don't know what's, what's here or like how much the price, because I saw bottles of stuff that I was like, ah, that'd be interesting. I could not f- see a price because I was so far away. Now I didn't want to bother them by asking that. And we stayed there for like an awkward amount of time to a point of like people are walking in and having to like crowd around me and like scooch around me and I'm like okay this is uncomfortable and me and Emily both had the same anxious thought which is we're in here they know we've basically broke quarantine to go to an ABC store we have to buy something and so Emily's looking around like hey those are cool jello shots I guess and I'm like we're not buying jello shots and we keep going through and I'm like I see nothing there is nothing what do I do I see nothing and so eventually I give in and I'm like let's let's leave Emily and she goes no we need to buy something don't you want to buy something basically acting like we need to buy something we've been very rude and I was like well we're getting in everyone's way she's like yes that's why we need to buy something I'm like no 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 that's why we need to leave please and like luckily the person there was understanding of like yes we understand this is a weird situation and uh you're not being a total asshole and I was like yeah, but I am, though. Like, you know I am, though. And so that was probably what I did that was not awesome, is just be the worst person at ABC as I just stood in one spot going like, that Bellmead bourbon looks pretty good, but I can't see the price on it. Let me go see if they've got that Terramana tequila that The Rock came out with. Don't have that. Let me see if they have uh, a, uh, any mixers I want. And just like walking around and getting in everyone's way. It was uh, very rough. Now, what did I do to help myself? And it is drink water which everyone needs to do. And I know it's like the hip hipster thing to be like, hey, stay hydrated, hydrate or dehydrate, right? But, yo, you need to, like, you're made up of the stuff, so it's pretty important to replenish your your fluids. And the reason why I'm super grateful for doing that today and why I think it really helped myself is because we recorded the pay-per-view tonight, which meant a whole lot of screaming like this and being like, oh, yeah, he hit the, uh, hit the SMG on him, he's going for the pin one, two, and that sucks. Like, that, by the, Blake at one point was like, I'm gonna die, because <laughs> his voice is equally as ridiculous, if not worse, so me and him are just, like, slogging through it, and the only thing that stopped me from needing a break or anything was having this water to quickly, like, soothe my throat and keep me, I went through probably about three bottles of water through that entire recording session of probably an hour and a half, so an hour and a half, three bottles of water I downed, and it was just helping so much, which is why... I'm able to talk to you right now relatively like a normal person because I kept my vocal cords nice and hydrated, nice and loose, nice and uh, gooey and whatever in there. So I was able to keep talking and not completely blow my voice out. Like, it's one of those things that 
I know is just a me thing because I took four years of voice classes in college, not about singing, but about just talking and how to properly use your voice and carry your body and use your voice with confidence and how to properly project and how to properly take care of your voice. Took four years of that. So it is so deeply ingrained in me that now, like, I'll freak out. Like, I'll talk to Emily and be like, stop using your vocal fry with me. She's like, I've gotten, what do you mean? And I'm like, I, I, you're not, you're, that's not your real voice. You're using your vocal. She's like, stop, stop. And like, I can hear when someone's inflection is like off or if somebody has like a very interesting accent or if they're doing the wrong act. Like I can, I'm very attuned to vocal stuff and I really should take better care of my voice because I, like other people, I'm like, I understand you blew up your vocal cords because you don't know, but I know. So the fact that I record all these episodes without having a bunch of water by my side is kind of bad battle strategy. So I am very grateful for water today. I'm happy it helped me out during that show, and I'm probably going to keep a lot more water in my room so I can stay hydrated and not ruin my voice because it's kind of my bread and butter at this point. So now I'm going to go inside and get ready for a fun day with Emily tomorrow where we go search for liquor and I will see you guys tomorrow. Hello, everybody. It's me again, and I had a very, very good Saturday. I mean, you guys already knew. I teased it throughout the week that today was the day that we were going to go to Georgia to get cocktail recipe stuff, and oh my god, it was such a good day. It was a fantastic day. Um, it consisted of a whole lot of driving and waking up late. I think I ended up waking up at one and just staring at Emily like, no, we need to go. We need to get out of here. And, uh, other than that, went to Georgia, then came home and actually spent some time with my mom and dad for Mother's Day. And it was a really fun time. And we will talk about it when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for? I'm grateful for making cocktails because, uh, I think a long time ago when I started getting like Hello Fresh meals, I would talk about how much I like cooking because I really like the scientific aspect of it, of measuring each individual gre- ingredient out, mixing it together. Well, what I love about making cocktails is, and I guess you could do this with cooking as well once I was more smart about it, but what I love about cocktails is it is like science because you understand your basic recipes, essentially. You understand what makes a good whiskey sour, what makes a good Kentucky mule. And once you get good at it, which apparently I'm getting there, uh, you can start figuring out what to substitute. For instance, tonight I made a... um it was essentially a Moscow mule, uh, or a Kentucky mule, because we used bourbon, but instead of using lime juice, I substitute in orange juice. So instead of having, like, this sour lime note, you instead got this very sweet kick of orange to it. So it was like this uh, refreshing orange, citrus, gingery cocktail. It was really good. And then uh, another one was uh, the... I was trying to make my own version of the leather and tweed from... Uh, from 
the Edison in Disney Springs. Sorry, I'm very, very tired uh, because I didn't sleep. I did not. I'm recording this tomorrow, by the way. I but I did not sleep last night. I got home and then just stayed up, stayed up, stayed up. And you guys will get to hear about that next week. But yeah, for today, I, I made a lot of cocktails. It was very, very fun. Now, what did I do? That was awesome. And it's driving around and getting to hang out with Emily and getting to go on crazy adventures. Like usually when we go to like um when we go to like uh, Georgia it's pretty simple. It's that straight shot from Oxford down I20 all the way to Atlanta and then I know roughly where I'm going all the time. Didn't do that today because Emily wanted wine from this company called Fruithurst. And that is just back in the boonies. So me and her got to have a fun adventure going through, like, these lovely small towns in Alabama, seeing, like, the quaint little coffee shop and the medicine store that wasn't, like, a Rite Aid or something like that. And it was really gorgeous. At one point, and this was the best, we got so far out there was no, like, LG, LTE, nothing on my phone, so we had no idea where we were. And earlier in the day, I was telling Emily, hey, we need masks. Get masks. And for some reason, she didn't hear masks. She heard map, the thing that no one ever uses. <laughs> and so she brought a map with us for some reason. And then as soon as my like GPS messed up and I couldn't access anything, she looked at me because I'd been giving her crap about the map all day. And she just goes, looks like we finally need the map. And I was like, no, how dare you? But yeah, it was really fun driving around the liquor store we found in Douglasville was astounding. It was like an old circuit city they repurposed into a liquor store. It was massive. Anything I could want was in there. The Branca Menta, which is the one liqueur I needed for one of my cocktails, they had that. They had a whole wall of bourbon, which I was I'm proud of myself. I only got one thing off the bourbon. I almost got two. And I guess this does lead into what I did that was not awesome, which was spend... An inordinate amount of money on booze today because I walked in and all I really wanted was the Bronca Menta and then a few other small things like cocktail cherries and stuff like that. So I walk over and start looking at the Bronca Menta, which is with all like the liqueurs and like cream liqueurs. So now Emily's looking at all the Baileys. So now we have to get Baileys. And then Emily found like, because she didn't want to go in at first because she didn't realize what an ordeal it was going to be. But then once she was in there, she was like, oh, I want to get this it's pine or it's a uh, pina colada mix i need rum for that okay well let's get rum too oh i want to make green tea shots that means we need to get uh, a bourbon we need to get sweet and sour we need to get all this stuff and i'm just staring like oh this is becoming a lot and i was i was equally as guilty because i was like i would i would like to have some orange bitters oh maybe some trickle triple sec oh some creme de menthe and like we loaded up this cart that you could just like cart around behind you to a point where people were staring like y'all good you okay and i was like it's okay we're not all having it tonight we're not although we did have quite a bit that night um 
because we, afterwards we went back to the house and I made my mom some cocktails and then she invited one of her friends over who likes to drink. So then I made them two margaritas and I didn't realize I make margaritas super strong, but apparently I do. And they were very happy about that. So I made that. I started experimenting with my own cocktails. I made my own ginger syrup and ooh, it was delicious. It was so good. But I will say the way I helped myself today is not going too crazy on drinks. I know when I have that much stuff accessible in front of me, it'd be very easy for me to be like, okay, this one didn't work. Let's make another one and see how uh, what I need to change. And now make another one and another one and another one. But I didn't. I only made two of my like very refreshing minty cocktail, and I'm very close to figuring out what I want to do with it. And then I made one of my gingery Moscow Mule orange thing. None of them are titled yet. But I, I mean, it made me feel good that I was able to restrain myself and not go too insane on the drinking, not go too crazy because mom did. Well, here's the thing. They don't have, my mom does, but the rest of them don't have tolerance like I do. So Emily had like a glass of wine from Fruithurst Winery and then a green tea shot. And she was having a fun night over there. So I was like, oh, look at me. I get to be the somewhat sober one for once. And it was really good. I, it was kind of rough at one point because I, I realized that there are certain people that I do like to drink around. Like, I love to drink around Blake, love to drink around Dylan. Certain people I love to drink around. I love to drink around uh, random people at Epcot when I'm there alone. But I don't know. I don't like drinking around my family for some reason and so like at one point my dad wasn't drinking they were all outside on the porch going absolutely mad and i just went back inside and just kind of chilled next to him for a while just like watching wrestling and yeah uh i i I liked it It was a very fun day it was also a very apparently a story day because as i was telling the uh telling that i was like oh wow this part of the story leads into what i did that wasn't awesome and then this leads into that it was a perfect day for segues and i'm very proud of it but for now i am going to actually get ready to edit the rest of this episode and i will see you guys tomorrow and next week it's the end of the show man that was a good week last week was a good week this week was a good week next week's gonna be even better definitely just jinxed myself right there i do like that since i uh i have my little happiness spreadsheet where each day i evaluate if a day was worse or better or even compared to the previous day i like that since i have that i can now go back and look like Wait, I've had two good weeks in a row. What started this? Like, and so I can go back to old episodes of me again and figure it out. And I've, I've not realized how great, like, certain aspects of this show are until recently. Like, last week I applied for unemployment and at one point it said, what was the date you found out you were going to be terminated? And I went, how am I supposed to remember that? It was a random day in January. Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) And I just went back in the archives and found the week where I got fired from work threw that in there. So I uh, I am very much enjoying what I want to do with this. And I will say, earlier in the episode, I talked about maybe doing this as a limited run. Uh, part of me does want to do that. The other part of me wants to make it kind of like a sisterhood of the traveling pants thing, where I find another creator who really latches on to the me again idea, and then have them do a year of their life, and then another year of someone else's life, and keep passing the buck. I don't know. Uh, this is probably the only podcast where I just talk about what I 
want to do with the show on the show, but whatever. Anyways, if you want to support the show, remember you can on Patreon. Patreon.com slash load of BS is where you get access to exclusive content like me also, the sister show for me again, where I talk about some more intense self-help topics, or you paid for this where me and Blake Tanner watch terrible movies and commentate over them. If you like Mystery Science Theater, it's kind of like that, but we're a lot less funny. And you can get access to all of it at patreon.com slash a load of BS and pick up your Me Again merch online at merch.loadofpurebs.com. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen, remember to send your questions, comments, and psychiatric concerns to me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That is S-E-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Don't forget to be awesome, and I won't forget to be me again. <laughs>